dads. Hello, welcome to Dad Talks. We get to listen to two dads talk. I'm your co-dad, Jared Schmansky. With me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I have Smooge Strawberry Banana Hard Seltzer Smoothie. Ooh. It's probably one of the greatest things I've ever drank. It tastes like a strawberry banana smoothie that is fizzy. Like, it doesn't taste like there's any alcohol in it. Wow. It's delightful. And it, it, so it tastes like a, an actual smoothie, right? Like, is it thick? Yeah. The, um, no. Mildly, but like, yeah. not more, not any more thick than like a milk IPA or like a lactose IPA, something that's got like little body to it yeah 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 it's still a liquid right you can it's not like like a smoothie blurs that line between like am i drinking this or am i eating this right you're definitely drinking this yeah the ingredients are um carbonated water strawberry puree banana puree and alcohol Ooh, seems like a good time combination all around very good it's very very it's 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 a really great brunch drink we didn't even talk about the fact that you dragged me to a brunch last weekend. We kind of talked about it. Yeah, a little bit. Um, what are you drinking? I'm drinking craft root beer. I, we're One day we're going to do a live show, and we're going to look cool as hell with a fireplace, smoking jackets, some amazing chairs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come out drinking like a whiskey on the rocks, and mm-hmm. you're going to have a cup of tea. Works for me. <laughs> hey i've had a beer a couple of times i bought that irish beer pack that's sitting in my fridge did you i did yesterday we were at the store <clears throat> and we don't we don't normally keep a lot of soda in our house pop um uh, you live in michigan i know i i don't even know why i normally say pop and argue against other people but um we don't keep a lot of pop in our house right and i was just craving it and I, we were at like a we have like a local natural food store right around the corner from us. And um, okay. I grabbed like a green tea in a can, right? Like a green tea with honey in a can, one of those. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I was like, you know what? I kind of want something like, like sweet. And this is just going to be like yeah. tea. And then they had like a whole section of like um, craft sodas, craft pops. And I was like, huh? All right. And so I grabbed a root beer. It was between root beer and cream soda. You really can't go wrong. And I, I was like, you know what? Either one of these is going to be good. Should have got one of each. I wish they would have had like a mix your own. Fun fact, at our right next to our apartment in Kansas City, we had like a soda shop, like a place that specialized in getting all kinds of weird really? sodas. Yeah. Uh, I got like oh, I Leninade that. one time, which was like, it's got like the sickle and uh, hammer and sickle on the front. And it's got a picture of Lenin and it's like a pink lemonade That's funny. soda. It, it was very good. Um, that's funny. It was the only place I could get Verner's in Kansas City. Really? Right, because there sense. Yeah, Verner's is like a Michigan thing in like very yeah. few areas around Michigan. So uh yeah, Kansas City was the only place I could get Verner's, but they always had it. Always had it because nobody else bought it. Exactly. Nobody it understood. You. Nobody understood. <laughs> um, I want to tell you a story real quick. Yeah. All right, so today we were, um, well, Kayla was giving the kids a bath. So she gave Cora a bath. Cora's done, whatever. 
Um, and it's Grayson's turn. So Kaylee got the tub filled up, got his little leaflet in the mm-hmm. tub. And I get this boy um, declothed. Uh, I take off his onesie. I take off his diaper, and I'm holding him, like, talking to Kayla, asking her questions, because she used to put a towel down on his leaflet and cover that with hot water and yeah. then wrap him up in it. She's like, oh, I'm just going to try it on a, the dry uh, tub, uh, whatever, bath seat. Um, I was like, okay. I'm holding him, and all of a sudden, this this man, this child, just shoots out poop oh, like no. a machine gun. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> but, like, not even dribble. Like, just... like laser beam. <laughs> That's fantastic. It scared me. I was really shocked. Like, <laughs> wasn't even pee. It was just like a laser of poo. I thought you were going to say you finally got peed on, which I'm sure you've No, had. we've been peed on. Yeah, a couple times, <clears throat> not a lot. Yeah, that was, wow, We it was an experience. Man, that is that is great. I don't think I've ever had, I've been nervous, but I don't think Ben's actually ever pooped on me. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't honestly it wasn't until he was like a year and a half until he actually pooped in the tub for the first time. So Really? Yeah. It took him a long time. And then okay. he did it once and then he did it every day for like a week. He would just get in the <laughs> bathtub and poop. I'm like, dude, this is it's not his comfort zone. Yeah. He did it once. He's like, Yeah, all right. This is good. Yeah. I'm clean. Yeah. I don't have to get wiped. So oh man. Uh what an experience. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Would not recommend. <laughs> um all right jared i got something for you yeah what do you got for me i'm excited to hear right. i didn't tell you because this is how i like to do it where i don't tell you what it's about mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna eel you is that that's like the high point of my podcasting career we have a couple like of these dad talks that are just like kind of untouchable you yeah. know, like when we first walked out and talked about DB Cooper, like starting on, on yeah, a really strong you really one, like knocked it out of the park. And there. then the eel one, the eel one's fan, just phenomenal. So it's hard chasing yeah. that tail again. It is the next one. I'm gonna Hank Green you. I'm gonna throw some facts that only Hank Green would know right. at you. I love it. Um, but this one, this one's good. I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, and. I only thought about it because because of TikTok, really. Um, every once in a while, TikTok just throws out random facts and um, histories of, of, like, words and phrases, right? Yeah. Jared, do you know what an idiom is? Like a phrase? Like a sentence? Yeah. Let me read you the definition of an idiom. Okay. Group of words established by usage as having a meaning non-deducible from those of the individual words what (laughs) that's it that's dad talks everybody have a good night don't go spend all this knowledge in one place uh what (laughs) yeah i think that it's i feel like definition is wrote that way to be confusing i hope so Um, because that is that absolute cleared nothing up yeah, it made no sense. But an idiom is a phrase that we say every day that we just don't think about. Um, okay. It's raining. It's raining cats and dogs. That's what I thought it was like a common, like yeah. common word or common phrase, right? Yeah. So I'm going to give you five idioms 
just see your thoughts on them. Where do okay. you think they came from? Ooh, where do they? Where do I think they came from? Okay, and and then I'll I'll tell you. Okay, so here here's your first idiom. You ready? All right, hit me. Spill the beans. Spill the beans. Yeah. Colloquially understood as like, tell me everything, right? Yeah, like the, dish the, the hot goss. Mm-hmm. Spill the tea. Hmm, where does it come from? Spill the beans. It feels like like an the beans. early English thing is where I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go further back than that. I'm going to say Roman times. Okay. I don't know exactly like why spilling the beans would mean like <laughs> tell some, somebody something, but I'm going to say it yeah. originates back in Roman times. All right. Ready? I'm ready. So this explanation comes from Reader's Digest. Thank Love you, it. Reader's Digest. Thank you, Reader's Digest. One explanation dates back to ancient Greece Ooh. when people would use beans to vote anonymously. Oh, that makes white, sense. White beans were used for positive votes and black for negative uh, or other dark colored beans. These votes were cast in secret. So if someone knocked over the beans in the jar, whether by accident or intentionally, they spilled the beans and revealed the results of the votes prematurely. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ancient Greece yeah. is our first democracy. Look at that. It's true. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about. I love it. Ancient I think that Greece. was great. Amen. <laughs> I think it was great. Plato. Socrates. <laughs> there you go. Lay it all out there. Let the people know, Joe. Yeah. Um, you ready for another? I'm ready. Under the weather. Ooh, under the weather. Which, again, means you're sick. You're yeah. not feeling so hot. Commonly used. Commonly used. Under the weather. Huh. I feel like that. this goes back to, like, medieval times. Like, I'm going to say, you know, 1400s, 1300s. I'm not talking about the plague times. I'm talking about a little bit after that, right? Um, okay. Where basically, like when it gets cold and damp, okay. you, you feel sick. So I'm, I'm mm. thinking, like, you know, under the weather means like, oh, it's cold and damp, so I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> okay, that's what <laughs> you know, because their climate control wasn't very good in, in like indoors yeah. back then. No, no, it makes sense. You did good. England um, is England is damp all the time. That's what really what I'm getting at. Yeah. So this one comes from the Farmer's Almanac. Thank you, Farmer's Almanac. (laughs) On the high seas, when the wind would start to blow hard and the water became rough, crewmen and travelers would go below deck and down to their cabins in order to ride out the storm and avoid becoming sick. This way, they literally retreated to a, a location under the weather. Interesting. Huh. That one's pretty neat. I don't think I I would have ever thought about that or have known that like the best way to not get seasick is to go further down in the ship. Right. I guess it makes sense, um, right? Because all the movements up top and the bottom stays, you know, close to the right. water. But that's pretty interesting. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. I don't know if I would have uh, I would have put that together. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a sailor. But I mean, you want good. to be. I want to be a pirate. They're God, different. The gentleman pirate show is so good. Our flag means I death. Still have, 
I still have three episodes left. So do I. Great. It's a great show. Great it's, cast. It's great. It's it's it follows a very specific brand of humor that's exactly up my alley. Yeah. It's uh it's quality. It's a quality show. It is. Excuse me. Oh man, the smooge is making me burpy. We didn't talk enough about the fact that his name's Smooge. Yeah, they have other uh other types. Um, but this is one that, that Kayla fancied and, and it was good. It's a good drink overall. Um, all right, buddy. Hit me. Ready? Take it with a grain of salt. Mm, this is a good one. I don't know the definition of it, but this is very commonly used. A grain of salt. Mm. So Which it means commun- like, don't trust it completely. Don't trust whatever they're right. saying completely. Which we say a lot on this. Yeah, uh, all the time. Oh. All the time. <laughs> Very untrustworthy. Yeah. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. Um, all right. I'm going to go and say. I got to get it right one of these times. I'm going to go back to, to ancient Rome. Okay. I feel like ancient Rome, they would have said like, uh, like superstition wise, like the, the salt is, I don't know, like throwing it over your shoulder. That's where I'm going. Like. They like threw it over their shoulder and because of that, like take it with a grain of salt because it might not be true. Okay. That's your final answer? That's my final answer. All right. So this one comes from How Stuff Works. Okay. It's a good podcast. All right. Good podcast. Uh, great podcast, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, Stuff You Should Know. Yeah. How Stuff, works, stuff I, you know. How stuff Works is also a podcast. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh. Look at us. Free, yeah. ad, free ads all over this podcast right now. Yeah, so um, this one is in 77 CE. I don't know what timeline that is. Uh, that falls. Good question. Oh. Pliny the Elder, uh, who wrote a, a book called The Natural History, mm. right? Pliny the Elder wrote a remedy for poison in his treatise. Ugh. I can barely Ooh. read here. This treatise, The Natural History. In, it's in chapter 77 of the book on walnuts. Take two dried walnuts, two figs, and 20 leaves of rue. Pound them all together with the addition of a grain of salt. If a person takes this mixture, mixture fasting, it will be proof against all poisons for that day, which this eventually transferred to protecting one from uh, undue acceptance, misfortune, or untrue, misleading, or exaggerated sentences. Interesting. So one grain of salt would stop you from poison. This one seems like a stretch. Like, I I feel like this one took on a life of its own. I don't know if that that definition, like, draws... I mean, it makes sense, right? But that's, I mean... That's a stretch. Yeah. So Pliny the Elder... I've, I haven't read this book, but um, one of our favorite podcasts, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, mm-hmm. uh, one of the hosts, Justin McElroy, has another podcast called um, Sawbones with his wife, who is a doctor. Oh, yeah. And uh, they talk about Pliny the Elder every once in a while and his book and how his book is kind of like the first medical book. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's probably all hogwash well so on that 
on that vein, I watched a, a five minute TED talk today about what an ancient Egyptian <laughs> doctor would do. Yes, this is what yeah. I do. It's a Thursday. I I did work today, and while I was at work, I watched a I watched a TED talk on what an ancient Egyptian doctor would do, um, uh, in her day. And one of the things was like, she like brings honey and and this and you know and these herbs and stuff around with her, and then somebody comes up to her and says, "I was stung by a scorpion." So she, in the middle of the street, just prays for this person, and that's what she does to cure the scorpion. And I was like, who? All these other things are like the broken bone. It's she walked in somebody who broke their bone while working. Okay, she immobilized it, rubbed some like alleviating plants underneath the 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 cast, and I was like, okay, right. you can see how that would be like early medicine, right? Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, if somebody gets stung by a scorpion, you pray <laughs> to the god of poisonous animals, and and then she cut yeah. open and then she cut open the sting for good luck. And I was like, yeah. So it, it was, it goes huh. right along those lines of like, huh, this, this doesn't huh. feel like real medicine, but I guess kind of. Hey, I guess way back when. Yeah. So just remember when you get stung by that scorpion, just pray for it. Just pray and cut it open. And, and cut it open just in case. All right. Here we go. The next one, number four. Yep. Jump on the bandwagon. Ooh. Oregon Trail. Okay. Oregon Trail. Now, would you jump on the bandwagon. Okay, what does that so th- mean to you? this is a this is a, a big sports phrase. Big sports phrase. Uh basically when a team that is not the team that you root for is doing well and suddenly you want to root for them and like them and things like that, people say you're jumping on the bandwagon. You're just riding the high of their success. Just following the trend. Yep. Um lots of uh people always say like if you're a fan of LeBron, but not the teams he plays for, you're always a bandwagon fan, right? Like, because okay. he's played for Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland again, and now the Lakers. There are people who yeah. have like LeBron jerseys from each team because they like LeBron, not necessarily the team. So they're always like, oh, you're a bandwagon fan because you only like it, you know, the success. Right. Okay. All right. That's a very good explanation. Uh, any thought? You said Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail, I think it's that... from. Like, like people. Everybody's getting up and going west, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hop yeah. on and go with them. Okay. Uh, so this one comes from todayifoundout.com. Love it. Seems very reputable. Yeah. Um, it was way back to E.T. Barnum, Barnum and Bailey's. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, basically, he talked in an interview once, saying that. Uh, he had a bandwagon that led the circus playing music. And what that would do would draw attention to them and bring a crowd to the circus. Hmm. Okay. And politicians began noticing this, and they would then have a bandwagon to use as a campaign gimmick. Oh. Yeah. I mean, politics is a circus, right? Right. So basically, they saw you know the circus do it. I was like, "Oh, look at the crowds they're getting. Maybe we should try that." Again, on one of my hyperfixations, circuses are used to be huge, <laughs> like mind blowing. Hey. Yeah, 
But, you know, they travel from town to town, so they got to have, like, a caravan. Yeah. Well, not even necessarily, like, the size of the circus, but, like, the draw that they would get. Like, people love to see freaks. Yeah. that I mean, it's crazy to me to think, like, people would pay, like, half a year's salary just to see a man with, like, huge muscles. Like now yeah. we have the internet. Like I, I, I just like people force that onto my timeline. I don't even I want to see that. Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's like, all I need. It's just there. It's just crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy to me that people like love the circus so much. I, I don't think I could imagine going to a circus nowadays. I used to when yeah. I was a kid. Now, yeah, I don't even. I've never been to a circus. No. Um, I don't know if I've ever had a want, but I definitely like our circus is still around. I don't know. It's been when I was a kid. So <clears throat> where my dad lives is a huge racetrack, uh, uh, horse racing track. Right on it. Let me say that again. Large horse racing track, like one of the biggest horse racing tracks in America. Okay. It obviously drew a lot of because horse racing is during the summertime, and that's really so. Like it obviously drew a lot of events during spring and fall, and the. At circus the barnum and bailey circus would come every year and so huh. i went i went okay. a few times during the summer uh, and got to ride like the elephant and stuff but I, it's been years i don't Dang. know i know they got rid of the elephants when we were in college that was like a big story yeah. that like barnum and bailey got rid of their elephants when they were in college because finally the animal rights activists were like you can't right. just carry elephants around and you go places you, you, you gotta, gotta get rid of them come on uh <laughs> So I know they got rid of it. So I'm assuming they still probably go places, some places. Yeah, with Hugh Jackman right up front. I don't think he actually. Seen- I, I don't think he actually works for the circus, Joe. You don't think so? No, I think that was a movie. Uh, you don't think after he did that movie, they were like, just take the circus? No, I don't. You can have it. I mean, I, I didn't see the movie, so I don't know how good he was in it. But I've heard <gasps> good things. You've never seen it. Our mutual friend Ronald um was obsessed ronald ronald <laughs> was obsessed with it and Great movie. he he would be golfing and it would just come like that song would come on like two or three times in the middle yeah. of our golf round and i just can't i just can't do it joe is it the panic at the disco version sometimes it was a mix of both it was the normal version and the panic at the disco version they would just come on randomly so great. We're talking about the greatest showman. We yeah. haven't even said the name of the movie. The greatest people showman. Know. People know. People know. It's spectacular. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. My God, what are you doing? Uh, uh, we'll see one day. It's it's so great. Uh, and Hugh Jackman's in it, and Zac Efron. Like, come on, can you get more handsome? Oh no, you add Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. So you got three beautiful human beings in this show. There's a lot of beautiful human beings in the show. But I I those find three. I find my beautiful men in other movies, like all of the Marvel movies. <laughs> In all of the Deadpool movies. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, the last one I got for you. Hit me. Through thick and thin. Mmm. Like us, Jared. Through oh. thick and thin. Always. Huh. This feels like... I'm also thinking of, like, blood is thicker than water, right? Like, okay. in that same boat. Um, Through thick and thin. Obviously, it means like through good times and bad times, you'll always be together or friends or with right. each other, whatever. Through thick and thin. 
Hmm. I don't know. I've gone a bunch of different places in my mind. Like <laughs> I went like fog first, like through thick and thin fog, right? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I went like rope, like thick rope. And when your rope's <laughs> running thin, you know, like I don't know why I went there. Uh, I've gone a whole bunch out of rope. <laughs> I'm always running out of rope. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm just going to throw my hands up. I, I don't know where this one. All right. So this one uh, comes from blogs.missourystate.edu slash international. And ah, yes, Missouri State, high quality institution. Yeah. The the uh, title of this Web page was called International Bears. I'm sorry. What, what I mean. International bears. That was the header of this blog. Bears, like, like the blog bears, like rar. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have my attention. Yeah, and I don't know why. Um, oh, <laughs> are they the Missouri State Bears? Oh, maybe that's a good point. That might be their yeah, mascot. Uh, I'm not up to date on my college mascots. Uh, the phrase dates back to the 1300s. Okay is believed that it relates to entering a dark forest. In some places, the trees are very thick and overgrown, mm. while in others, it is sparse and easy to navigate. In this time, the majority of England was covered in a wooded area, derived from an old hunting expression, through thicket and thin wood. Thickest, the thicket is a group of trees or brushes that grow close together. Yeah. So basically saying uh, when you would go hunting, you and your hunting buddy... You would track them through the thicket and the thin wood. Ah. All right. That one's a pretty good one. I like that. Yeah. Um, Major Winnie the Pooh vibes there. (laughs) Major Winnie the Pooh vibes. Um, Here's a random Winnie the Pooh fact for you. Hit me. That's what I'm here for. Um. Did you ever see Christopher Robin? Yes. Live action with you and McGregor? No. Okay. Uh, well, the live action one with you and McGregor, who plays a grown-up Christopher Robin, right, uh, has all of Pooh and his friends in it. Correct. Um, including Piglet. Okay. okay. Piglet in that movie is voiced by the actor that plays Nate in Lasso. You know what? Dovetailing right off that, we were watching The Martian uh, the other day. It was on TV. And Martian, great book, great film. Go watch it. Yeah. Nate's one of the scientists at... Uh, really? Yeah, at the JPL, at the Jet Propulsion Labs. He's the scientist huh. that figures out... You remember in the part of the movie... Sorry, spoiler alerts for everybody. The part of the movie where he sets up the satellite that can talk back to NASA? Yes. Nate's the, the guy who, like, does figures it out that the the thing can can talk to huh. uh to him on Mars. All right. So Look at that. I saw him from a side profile first and I was like, is that him? But he's like wearing really small glasses and they like did something with his hair and I was like, I don't know, I can't really tell. And then like eventually it's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's Nate. Sassy's all hell. Sassy is all <laughs> just like Nate. And Donald Donald Glover's in that movie too. Ah, oh, great movie. Great, great cast. movie cast um that's all i got for you love it i thought this was great i loved every second of it yeah so this was a short one for you uh next week jared's gonna come back with something exciting yeah one of these hyper fixations i'm gonna tell you what one of one of them's gonna gonna turn into an episode you just wait 
We'll just figure out which one it is. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, you know what? Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you all. Um, and thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, if you haven't followed us yet, go follow us right now. Just do it right now. Right now. Open up your phone. You have your phone on you right now. Just open it up. Go to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and follow us at Big Dead Energy Pod. Just find us. Unless you're driving. That's true. Unless you're driving, wait till you get home. Thank you so much. Set an alarm. Yes. Say, hey Siri, set an alarm for when I'm home or to follow Big Dead Energy. Or hey Google, does Samsung have one? I don't know. Yeah? I don't whatever. Do it's a Google Assistant. Is it also hey Google? I don't know. I don't whatever. use it. Talk to your Android whatever. phone. They're listening to you anyway. <laughs> they are um but again thank you all so much and hey don't go spending all that knowledge in one place this has been a production of planet and podcast powered by pinecast